Hey guys, hope you're doing really well. Another week and what I want to talk about today is something that's really important. And this is about value. This is about being a valuable person, a person that goes out and seeks to add value to others. And very often in business, one of the things I see is people that go out there and try to take and don't have anything to give. And I think if you do that, you'll fall into the trap of being an unvaluable person. Let me explain. So the most successful um, business people, the most successful investors, the most successful employees, executives, the most successful sports people, entertainers, are those that give and take. And I think there's a culture out there, there's a habit out there of people that fall into the trap of focusing on what they can get or what they can take. And it's a very, very dangerous trap. If you become one of these people that's always looking to take something, but you have nothing to give back, eventually you'll find that your circle of association, which is very important, you know, your network will continue to shrink. And you get to the point where you don't realize uh, why your association's shrinking and not expanding. And that's because you're not adding value. You're not creating value. And if you have a look and see those that surround themselves with large associations, those that are always followed, uh, let me give you an example. Let's say, for example, a, uh, a singer or an entertainer. They are putting out so much value to people. You know, these days you can actually listen to music or watch things on YouTube like this and it doesn't really cost you anything. And someone's adding value, they're giving you more than what they're taking and that's why they're successful. That's a very important quality of success and too often we fall into the trap of taking, wanting things to come in and not giving enough out. So it's very important firstly to develop the habit. Uh, of giving value, of giving more than what you're taking. If you think about the most successful brands in the world, take Apple for example, the iPhone, uh, which is the most sold mobile phone. Apple is the largest business in the world. And it's successful because it says, hey, here's an iPhone that you can have for $1,000, but it will do all these things. And it sells the iPhone in a way that makes you think that it's worth a lot more than a thousand dollars. It might be three, four, or five thousand dollars of value when you take the camera, when you take the browsing device, when you take um, you know all the applications and the payment system now. And what Apple's doing is actually creating this ecosystem whereby its customers uh, continue to stay in that ecosystem and continue to have loyalty to the brand. And they're looking at ways to do that through adding value. If there's no value, if you're paying $5,000 for a phone that's really worth $500, your business might stick around for a while, but it won't be there for the long term. And so the most successful brands are always putting together strategies to help build value. And the more value you have, the longer, not only do you have more relationships that come in, but the longer those relationships last. And so in business, there's a very important concept uh, about the value of the client's life. How, how, how much is your client worth to you over a lifetime? 
and the successful businesses like banks, for example, when a bank locks you in to a home loan, you're there for 20 or 30 years and you're likely to do all your transactions with them, your credit cards, your car loans, your business loans if you do go into business. And that's why these businesses are successful because they create the value at the beginning, they capture you and they keep you there. And so it's very important to focus on building that value. Now, if you're watching this and thinking, how can I add value? How can I actually add value to the process? What do I have to give? I think it's a very important exercise to sit down and regardless of if you're in business, if you're an executive, if you're a normal employee, if you are a waiter at a restaurant, it doesn't matter because you have something which you can give that people will value. Maybe that's an attitude. Maybe that's a skill. Maybe that's a connection that you have to somebody and you can leverage off those connections. You might be that person that people call and say, hey, um, I was just wondering if you could recommend a photographer or where should I uh, eat today or what car should I drive? You know about cars. Well, you become a trusted source and people start turning to you for value in their lives because everybody's looking for information. Everybody's looking for a suggestion. Everybody wants to leverage off each other. And so you need to find that thing that you can create as your value source and leverage that and expand on that. So it's very important not only to become aware of it, but to find a thing that works for you. Number three, I'm a big believer of the win-win attitude. Very often, I have people that approach me and talk to me and they want something, but they don't have anything to give. They want to win and you don't necessarily win from that. And I think that's very, very selfish. And you might help those people. Those people might get somewhere for a very short period of time, but they don't usually last. And so win-win strategy is very important. It's actually a key pillar in a great book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. This is a Stephen Covey book. And one of the strategies that he talks about, highly effective people always think about a win-win relationship. So... I want something from you, but I'm going to give you something else in return, and we both win. And they're the most successful relationship. Let's go back to Apple. Apple doesn't actually manufacture its phones. Foxconn does in China. But the relationship is so great in that Apple can go to Foxconn and say, hey, we don't actually want to manufacture this. You are the manufacturer. You know how to play that game. You have the labor cost advantage. What we have is distribution, marketing, and customer loyalty. So let's form a relationship where we can both win. That is fundamental to business. That is fundamental to building wealth. That is fundamental to healthy relationships. If you're not giving something, if you're not thinking win-win, if both parties to the transaction are not winning, that relationship is unlikely to last and unlikely to flourish. So start thinking about a win-win culture. If you're going to work, and you're getting paid a salary, whatever it is, and you're putting in the time and effort to your employer and you're not getting a reward out of that, that's adequate, that's not a win-win scenario. Or if you're going to work and you're not pulling your weight, that's not a win-win scenario for the employer. And eventually, guess what? They're going to tap you on the shoulder or you're going to tap them on the shoulder. And so always seek out when you're sitting down and having that relationship, when you're validating something, when you're vetting something out with someone, 
Think win-win. Think, is this going to be something that both parties can win with? Or is this going to be something where I'm going to win or I'm going to lose and the other party is going to win or lose? If there's no balance right from the beginning, it's very, very unlikely that that will turn and flourish into a healthy relationship. It's the same with marriages. Um, a lot of marriages break down because it's no longer a win-win for both sides for whatever reason. It's the same thing with business relationships, joint ventures. You know, Have a look at Woolworths, for example, which is an Australian supermarket and it entered into a joint venture with a US company called Lowe's. And they went out and they built this concept called Masters. And Masters failed. Masters at the moment is going through a wind down phase, which means it's being sold off. Woolworths lost billions of dollars. And the relationship between Woolworths and Lowe's is now in court. It's now subject to court proceedings. And that's really, really unfortunate because those parties came together with a supposed win-win where Woolworths would tap into uh, Lowe's expertise because Lowe's is very successful in the hardware space in the United States and, and Woolworths obviously knows the Australian market but it didn't turn into fruition they both lost it in fact it was lose-lose and now they're fighting each other over who loses the least and the master's concept in itself the supermarket uh, giant Woolworths went into the hardware space and they didn't actually provide enough of a win-win to the customer so the customer won but the chain didn't win enough to stay into business and that's why relationships failed that's why business relationships failed that's why career aspirations fail because that win-win concept isn't there so guys this is my message to you this week um, be aware of the need to add value funny areas in which you can add value and always be mindful of a win-win situation or a win-win scenario that's what you want that's what you want to seek out so remember to uh, sign up and subscribe to the podcast we're starting to roll out more and more content every single week it's um, definitely live and operating on the itunes store if you have an iphone you can literally swipe now hit the podcast button type in the peter Esho podcast and uh, you'll be able to subscribe in an instant listen through to some of the other episodes if you're catching up next week i have an awesome interview coming up i'm going to keep it a secret uh, check out the facebook page for a little bit of a preview i have an awesome guest she's great she's overseas and we're going to be talking extensively it's going to be a little bit uh, of a longer format but it's going to be very very interesting so take care guys have an awesome week